0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back for another episode of Tents and Tabernacles where we meet God through the person of Jesus Christ. Because I was worried about all this stuff and I'm like, you know
1: what? If I just focus on what God will focus on his word, focus on getting the word to
0: people, then everything else is gonna come, right? We're gonna start us off in some prayer. Because yes. you can't do life without prayer.
1: Yes. We have skipped out on the prayer the last couple episodes. And I was like, why? Right. You know, we got to usher in. Yeah. Like, come on, y'all. So we're going to pray right now. So dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time to gather in your name. We thank you that you woke us up this morning. We thank you for everything that happened today, the weather, all the things. Um, Tonight, let your words speak through us. Let it be all of you and none of us. And let um, us be coherent. Let us explain everything in a good way that people are ultimately led to you and understand you more. And they're not confused. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen
0: amen and amen, amen. i amen, agree amen. with all of that yeah yeah, yeah side note we were talking about the holy spirit on sunday right mm. and uh on the day of pentecost the holy spirit was translating all the languages and um i just want y'all to know that the holy spirit speaks your language so as we're speaking mm. today the holy Spirit's mm. gonna speak your language yes. um so yes, shout out to United Vision Christian Fellowship Yes, <laughs> United Vision We love it Yes, okay, so we're going to start off today With our segment The highs and the tries And this is just a way for us to You know, recap our week We're human, yes, we have good things We have trying things That, um, you know, may have tested our faith a little bit mm-hmm. So what are your highs and tries for last week?
1: Ooh, let me think. Let me think. Highs and tries. Cause you know, I feel like the week's just been running together. I feel like yeah. I just go to work, and I feel like the podcast is like my high of every week. I'm just so excited every week because I'm studying and everything. And then my high was probably it has to do with the podcast. My dad like gave us like a rave review. He loves it. He's. I feel like my parents are proud of me, and I was. You know, it's a good, good feeling. And other people have listened. I'm like, people, you know, like, of course, it's not me. It's not me. It's the Lord. But I just am really happy that I'm finally doing something that I've always wanted to do. I've been obsessed with podcasting. Always wanted to do it. Always wanted to do YouTube. I'm just, like, finally stepping into, like, my thing, right? Um, My tribe, mm, I don't know. Uh, Been working on my anger all week. I'm really by nature like my sin nature is an angry person who snaps on people so i've been working on it since i got saved it got a lot better but it's still there and then sometimes my thoughts like i have this thing where i do um scenarios in my head like arguments with another person and they don't know what's going on and in their head they're probably not even worried about me but i am just like and it makes my anxiety go so yeah, but reading my Bible helps, so that that's all good. What about you? Yeah.
0: Um, so a uh, high obviously it was my birthday. Oh yeah, um, birthday. but also the fact that we were fasting. So hmm. yeah, tell me about the fast. I've been dying to know. <laughs> okay, so um, it was a week long, and honestly, it. This is going to sound so weird, but this is probably the easiest fast I've done. Okay. Not because like not because I didn't desire the things that I gave up cuz I was definitely like craving chocolate come like Thursday. Yeah. Like I still desired what I gave up, but what I was asking of God or like what I was wanting to hear from God came easy um it was almost like I just had to be obedient with the fast and like God just started downloading things to me um and my husband both of us really and I was telling him um on Saturday that like I've only lived a week but I feel like I've lived a month in the sense of like how much has changed or like how much my life doesn't look like it did a week ago? Yeah. And the high of that was that it happened during my birthday week. So I was able to turn 26 and see my life transform before my eyes, which is really cool. Ooh, that's um cool. yeah, it's that's uh cool. it's weird. Um I was telling him today that like I'm not stressed, but I am stretched. Mm. So there's a lot of, like, a lot of the things that God told us to do is pretty much, like, all faith projects. Like, there's none of it that I could just say, oh, yeah, I can do that tomorrow. Like, I have to rely on him for all of it. But him saying for me to do it didn't take, it didn't take three or four confirmations before I was like, oh, yeah, God told me to do this. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it was like, oh, so this is what hearing from the Lord and trusting that I hear from the Lord looks like. <laughs> um, because I, I didn't need outside confirmation mm-hmm. to be able to say that I, I heard from God. So that was really cool. Um, a try, though... Okay, so people, I don't know what it was, but Thursday at work was, like, the weirdest day. I wasn't feeling well, which was weird. Um, The store was hot, which made it even worse. Like, I was, like, overheating and a whole bunch of stuff, And, um, and the people that were coming through my line had the worst attitudes, had the, like, strangest, like, ideologies, like, um one guy came through my line and he said uh has anyone ever brought a gun into your store? And I was uh-oh. like uh-oh. And I was like no or at least I haven't noticed or didn't care. And he kind of looked at me and I was like I mean listen, I believe in God and so he's either going to have me or take me and I'm both with I'm I'm good with both of them. Right. So it's like it is what it is. Like what I'm not kind of question is that though. Like and then he like kind of moved his shirt out of the way and like uh-uh. showed that he was yeah, and so I was like he had okay, a whatever, gun. Mm-hmm. and he showed it to you. Mm-hmm. That
1: first of all, sir, I could have called the police on you because that is actually aggravated assault. I think. Really? Well, I think if you point a gun at somebody, it's yeah, aggravated assault, but. He showed it to you, you could have felt threatened. I think it's if you feel like your life is threatened. Oh. I could look again at the law, but bro, what are you showing me your gun for? I feel unsafe. I don't like it.
0: Listen, I was at that point, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't care. Um, I like it'll be five thirteen, sir. Like I was not. It'll be five thirteen. <laughs> like <laughs> I was trying to just get him through my line. And the crazy part was he was like he was like, oh, okay. Like I told him, you know, I believe in God. So he's either going to have me or take me and I'm good with either. And then he goes, um, well, let me ask you this. Are you vaccinated? And I said, yes, uh-huh. I have the first one. and I'm getting the second one in a week. And uh, he was like, you know, you don't have any rights now. Right. And I looked at him. I was like, I never had any rights. I'm black in America. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I may edit that part out, but still, like, that was my response because it was just. I was. Okay. What race was this man? I couldn't tell if he was white or if he was Hispanic because he was bald and he had a slight tan. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he could have been either or. But.
1: I just don't like that type of interaction. People are weird, man. People are yeah. really, like losing their minds. Like, well, Cause
0: I, okay. I was on that tip because I had already had a racial racially motivated incident happen earlier that day with another customer. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> like, are you going to do something with the gun or not? Because yeah, you can I just don't either understand. pay me or leave.
1: You show me a gun. Then you talk about vaccinations. Now you about, I don't have rights. Sir, why are you in here talking? Go home. Yeah, if you need to talk so, to somebody about this, you start your own podcast. And you talk right. about how you want to tote around guns everywhere. Yeah. So, now let's
0: get into this meat. Because yeah. Job then had more tries than highs. Man. yes, <laughs> From y'all. the jump of chapter one.
1: This week, we are talking about Job. So if you're new here, we are reading through the Bible in chronological order. In the plan, we are reading job is after genesis so there's a little background on job which i find interesting uh job is considered one of the oldest books in the bible based on um when it was read. jesus i wish people would stop texting me um it is by jewish tradition it they say they place the authorship around 1440 bc but nobody knows exactly who wrote it which i find like, where do we find this book that we don't know who wrote it? We just found it. I, I guess they just found it.
0: Like the cadence, the cadence of the poetry, like, seems very out of place for the Bible. Like, of all the poems in the Bible, all of the songs that are in the Bible, the cadence just seems so out of place.
1: Yeah, I really like the way it's written. They say it's, like, um, poetry. It's, mm-hmm. it's considered poetry and it's considered a book of wisdom. So that is good. It definitely is a book of wisdom because you learn a, a lot, lot reading this like you you will get read in your mind if you really let the Holy Spirit read you,
0: complete book like you will get,
1: read. Like you will to get end. read uh, what else did I have written here? Yeah, it's a book of Hebrew poetry, a book of wisdom. The book teaches us about the character of God. So the theme of this book is kind of like um suffering job suffers we're going to get into that and why and how good people suffer sometimes so let's get into it what should we talk about first in his story
0: okay so i guess in chapter one when it's giving like this whole background of job and his character and who he is and you know what his normal routine is like i feel like if um if that were not there that then, like the aspect of of God and Satan have a conversation, like no one would care about. So, like we see Job yeah. as a, and it says that he's you know blameless, right? He's seen as blameless, and uh, something that I want to make clear or to clarify rather is that blameless is not the same as sinless, and so right. like or. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to leave it like that because sinless is vertical between you and God and then blameless is horizontal. So what he does his character in regards to the people around him is without blame. I had to look that up because I was like the same way we mm-hmm. see, you know, like with Abraham later or well, in Genesis that, you know, he was considered blameless or righteous because of his faith, right? Um and Noah was seen as blameless. So it's like what's the difference cuz those are easily like interchangeable in um in English where it's like oh someone's righteous or someone's blameless, but righteousness is the Lord's and blameless is between you and other people. Which kind of makes his interaction with his friends and I don't want to like jump forward, but I want to say this. It makes his re- interaction with his friends Um, And how they see him really weird, because if he's considered blameless, that like in the sense of his actions aren't of any blame to the people around him, then how are they so easy to say what they're saying? And I'm not going to say what they say because we're going to talk about it later.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're going to get into why I think they said what they said too but i'm glad you said about the vertical and horizontal thing because i read that too i think i read it in the commentary Mm -hmm. and i was like okay but i was still confused so i'm glad you explained it to me (laughs) because i was like horizontal vertical yeah sure and i was like what so yeah yeah that makes more sense that makes more sense i um you, you talk about the scene knowing the scene in heaven right so Mm -hmm. we we get introduced to job he's a righteous man he's blameless like you said and then we jump into the scene with god and satan where they're basically putting job on trial Mm -hmm. i think this is now this definitely makes the book of job a different book from anything else you never really get to see a glimpse into heaven Mm -hmm. and then you're like how did the writer even know what was going on in heaven you're like god told like it's just it's a lot Mm -hmm. to take in what i like about the scene is it really shows the character it shows the character of god but it shows the character of the devil satan who is the Mm -hmm. accuser and how really god is bragging on job to like, there's a meeting of all the angels. Satan comes in with the other angels showing that he is not anywhere close equal to God. He is an angel angel himself that can go from heaven to earth as he pleases, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um, God is basically bragging on Job. He's like, this guy, he's amazing. Look at him. He's like, he's he's perfect, basically. Mm -hmm. Not perfect, he's not Jesus, but he's pretty legit. This is the same guy who's like, like he's so far from sin he's doing sacrifices for his children just in right. case they sin yeah so y'all know he's not doing you know and then um satan is accusing uh job after god's bragging on him satan's like well he only worships you because you you give him stuff look at his life right it's, it's, it's awesome." And I feel like Satan does that with us too now even even I don't know if he does it with us now like the same way but it's like those thoughts of condemnation you have in your head or those mm-hmm. bad thoughts you have it's like God it's like the devil saying like well look at what you did you know and 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 perhaps yeah. you, can be, you know this is the same type of thing I feel like that that the that Satan is constantly accusing you of doing wrong accusing you of being a bad person not really being that good and god's like no they are that good just watch how wonderful they are so yeah i love that part but as <laughs> we know
0: <laughs> the right. devil however,
1: <laughs> yeah the devil accuses Job, and god's like well let's I think some people would look at this as like a game, like an evil game, but I don't think it is that that God would let um, the devil attack him, like mm-hmm. basically take off any protection of him, and let him really almost use like basically his full force on him. Most even unbelievers, if you try to explain that to them, they would be like, "I don't want to be part of this sick game between God and the devil," and really. God uses the situation to glorify himself. And he used mm-hmm. it and Satan as much as he doesn't want to, he was used to glorify God.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is that like even in the midst of that, if you look, okay, so if you look at it from Satan in power, then it'll look like a sick game. Yeah. But when you look at it from the aspect of God is and has all the power in this situation. And so when he allows Satan to do certain things, it's only for the good of those that he loves and who loves him. Excuse me, was it was a mm-hmm. um, And so like, it's almost like Satan is thinking that he gets to do all of these things, right? But at the end of the day, he had to mm-hmm. walk into God's presence to even get this opportunity. And so it's like, like, God's like, yeah, no, I mean, I can show you, (laughs) like, I can show you that he's not going to curse me. Like, I can, I can show you that I'm correct. (laughs) Um, Mm. But ultimately, like, him, like, God taking the, God knowing what Job can handle, because honestly, if he, if God would have done this to any one of Job's friends, it would not be the same story. Oh no, no no no. no. If,
1: and I don't even think God would have put that test on them because he I feel like he knew Job was going to pass the test. He already knew exactly,
0: what yeah. was going to
1: happen. It wasn't like he was testing some random regular mm-hmm. guy who you know, may have believed in him but it's like Job was like the man, like
0: yeah. Cuz honestly, I used to see it as like when when God allows you to suffer, it's like god's testing your faith in the sense of like he is insecure about your faith but that's Mm -hmm. not the case at all um yeah i think joe yeah like he like god knows your belief and Mm -hmm. he's not trying to say oh like is like do they have enough faith for this
1: yeah he
0: knows that I mean, and it only takes faith of a mustard seed to move a mountain. So it's not, it's not like God has this, you know, like faith detector or this exam that you have to pass to be able to prove that you have a certain level of faith. Like God knows your heart before you do. Um, but in the sense of like, like God, like I feel like Job actually learned more about himself and learned more about who God is is throughout this that at the end of the day it had a benefit for job too because also i was racking through my brain of like well how does this benefit job at all Mm -hmm. like this really just is a way for god to teach or to yeah to teach a lesson to the heavens like basically to let the angels know like i am that i am So, and I know who follows me and I I have a relationship with this man and Job is for me, you know, and at the end of the day, I have the final say, like he was really just teaching heaven that. And the thing is, is like, well, if it doesn't, if it doesn't benefit Job, I almost feel like it cheats Job out of something, but no, Job learned so much more um, about God and honestly about Jesus um, he did, which yeah. I'll, yeah. Get we'll, we'll I'll get into we'll get, later. We'll get to that. Um, because that's like, can I do want to
1: talk about real quick the way the devil attacked Job. Did you <laughs> notice that? Okay, they Job thought the attacks so the first set of attacks are just on like his family and his items, so mm-hmm. there was fire that came down from heaven most people in that time are thinking fire from heaven only come from god right so god the devil acting in a way that people will blame god mm-hmm. almost i feel like even like today people natural disasters happen and people are like why would god allow that to happen and i'm like maybe god didn't do it like The devil is called like the prince of the air. Apparently here, he has some kind of control over the weather. He hit the house with a big wind. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, of course he doesn't have power like God does, but he has some type of angelic supernatural power that he can Mm -hmm. affect certain things in the weather and he can work through um, evil men. There was a whole bunch of stuff, you know, that happened. It was like his cattle was stolen or what was that? Yeah. His kids died. Mm -hmm. They stole a a whole bunch of stuff. It was just
0: ridiculous. And it happened like back to back. Like he did not have a chance to breathe.
1: Yeah. It was like literally his servants were running up to him like every five minutes like, bruh, it's all gone. And he's just like, what? But his first Mm -hmm. reaction is awesome. His first Mm -hmm. reaction is like, well, the Lord gives and the Lord Takes away. Yeah. But guess what? There's another test because the devil's like, the devil returns back to heaven and he's not satisfied. He's mad because he oh, didn't yeah. get Job to curse God. He's so bad. And <laughs> he's like, Well, he didn't curse you because he still has basically his life intact. You know, mm-hmm. he still has his life. Things were taken away from him. You know, now the devil's trying to backpedal before right he's gonna like God, he's not materialistic he have, but like yeah, you he know he cares anything. about
0: himself a lot
1: yeah now it's oh well he didn't care about that stuff he cares about his health okay guys like okay i'll move i remove a little more protection but you can't you can't kill him and then he gives um job all this disease now this makes the suffering harder mm-hmm. if anybody knows when you suffering and you're sick and you're in pain <clears throat>
0: A different ball game, man. It is. Your patience is gone. Man, the, what? it's just it's just like, can it be over? Like, I don't I don't have the energy for this.
1: I don't have the energy. Like, he's literally sitting in uh it says that he was like sitting in ashes or in the dust. I think in the commentary, it was like literally he's like sitting in a trash heap. Like he's just like
0: <laughs> this is my life now. Yeah.
1: And I mean I'm just thinking if it was me, like if I were to get I mean I just think about people even people who are chronically ill like when you're when you're sick and when you're in pain you just you feel like God is nowhere to be found.
0: Oh like, yeah.
1: Like I must have did something. What did I do to deserve this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It gets pretty bad. Yeah,
1: it gets really um, bad for him. I'm glad that the, I mean I guess the devil didn't have anything left after that one
0: because he there was yeah. no I also think though that the friends were a part of the attack. Oh, you're right, you're right. Because it's like they're the only ones in his circle that are left, other than his wife. And his wife's just like, "I'm done with this. I'm done with God. Like, please just curse him and die." We're and- we're gonna talk about his, his wife at the <laughs> end, but I
1: feel
0: like, I mean, she was going through it too, though. She was like, she lost her kids too. She lost at her almost. life too. Yeah, she in was the really same good. in the same time, like she's there with him, dealing mm-hmm. with all of this. And the crazy part is, is that God kept her alive for one, and like, like we almost take for granted the fact that she wasn't touched. And it's the fact that, like, like, it wasn't her situation. Like, God didn't. This conversation had nothing to do with her. But yet, he's taking all of of it too. Yeah. And then it's like, we have no idea. I guess we can tell by her response to it, but like we have no idea where her faith was prior to that. We don't like she, we don't see her in as a player in any of the um, sacrifices, any of the conversation about their children's sin. We don't see her in that scenario. We only see her coming in as opposition, but Mm -hmm. it's like, we can't, um, like, obviously, we're left to to assume that um, either she was for God at one point or was never for God. Um, and so, like, we have to, you know, assume because there's not enough information about her. But it's like, man, like, she was hit, too. Like, the friends were talking a whole bunch of smack, and we'll get to that. But they're saying what they're saying, but it's not affecting them at all. Yeah. Yeah. But the wife is saying all of these things because that's honestly, I feel like what she wants to do. Yeah. The story's she probably violent. had already done it. She probably yeah, was like, like, I already cursed God. Uh, curse God and die. Cause I because I'm gonna continue through this while you're continuing through this. Like yeah. I can't just curse God and die and get out of this. Like apparently I've tried cursing God and dying and it's not working. But like, can you just do it so this is over for the both of us?
1: yeah Yeah. i can't even imagine watching like my husband going through something like that though too she's just because she's confused she's like i don't know what's going on but all of a sudden we don't have anything my kids are dead every you covered in sores now you sitting there scraping your sores off i don't know what why i don't i don't know what the purpose of the scraping off the sores was like it's like i just imagine somebody scratching their scabs off
0: well like imagine if if they were like boils and you have to drain them
1: oh yes because that's why it was sharp right yeah wasn't it was like a piece of broken clay Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that makes more sense Ooh, gross but yeah yeah the attacks were really really crazy um should we talk about Job's reaction to the attacks first or his friend's reactions, or mix it all together? Because I do like the way his friends reacted when they first came. How they just sat yeah. with him for a week. It didn't say anything. Because I feel like when when people are suffering around us or even like say I'm suffering, sometimes it's nice for people to just show up and just mm-hmm. like sit with you. I don't need to talk. I don't need to I don't want to talk about it you know I'm going through it but I do like that people are there with me so I feel like their first reaction as friends was pretty good I think maybe then after the fact they got into how I know I've been sometimes where you think you know what's wrong and you're here to, to give advice on how to fix it mm-hmm. like I've done that with my own friends sometimes especially when I got saved I just just knew in my head that everything people were going through it was because of something that they did or because they were rejecting God or just whatever I thought in my head and after right. reading these chapters I'm like Christina you don't know
0: anything basically. <laughs> Yeah, I, look, none of us really, unless, yeah, you know, like... unless we get some, some leading of the Holy Spirit where, you know, in um, mm-hmm. the gift of discernment and the gift of, you know, um, what's it called? The gift of knowledge, sorry. Um, to, to be able to speak into someone's situation, like, yes, us with the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us have the ability to... Speak a word in season. Um, but like mm-hmm. they didn't have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like yeah, they did right. walk around here with their own understanding. Like they didn't have anything else mm-hmm. to lean on. And then what they were leaning on. They were still trying to figure out. Like we really have. A privilege of. Getting a bigger picture of God. Um, after the revelation yeah. of Jesus Christ. But it's like here. In the Old Testament, they're, I guess, yeah. I and this is taking place
1: earlier on too. So right, like, like they're they developing it, like said, their idea, idea of God, God is.
0: is. Yeah,
1: and their idea of God is that he punishes the wicked the punisher, and he uplifts right. the righteous at all times. Mm-hmm. So if you if anything bad is happening to you, it's you, your fault. You must be is you must be sinning.
0: Mm-hmm. It must be some
1: kind of secret sin. Because this is what I thought about them too. It's so funny where when they start accusing him of sinning and they're like, you need to repent or whatever, this, I to try to think about the beginning of the book where, like I said earlier, this is the same guy. He, his, his kids would go out and basically party mm-hmm. or they would go to whatever. And he would offer sacrifices to God on their behalf. He was, he was already interceding. He was standing mm-hmm. in the gap for his kids, just in case. Yeah. they they may have sinned while they were out. So this is a man who's going above and beyond to not sin. Mm-hmm. Even to intercede for his family. And just be, so y'all know that how he is. Y'all know that he's very upright, he's very righteous. But you're like, well, all this stuff is happening. So secretly, he must be a sinner. Right. Because they just don't have the understanding of... What could really be going on? They don't. They don't know the scene like we do as the readers. That's what's going right. on in heaven. They're just like, like we do now. Hey, stuff's going bad in your life. You just need to get right with God. How many people have we heard say that? I
0: know so I have. many. Yeah. So many, and it's, so and many it's, in the church.
1: Yeah, yeah. Before and I'm, being and honest, I'm realizing, and I'm like, that. I mean, it sounds good. And you do need to get right with God. You do. A lot of things will change in your life when you get right with God. You'll have more peace. You'll you'll have you know you'll have all these things that are God given. But to say that your life is going to be perfect is false. Completely, but you're still
0: going to go through stuff. Yeah, Jesus You're going to suffer. Mm-hmm.
1: you still you're still going to have stuff going on.
0: Jesus was the Son of God and God, and He went to the cross.
1: It's How the, are you like, any
0: different? Like yeah. he suffered,
1: and he was <laughs> sinless. the highest degree he was of suffering. Actually, sinless, not just blameless.
0: Exactly. So, um, if you
1: think that he's going to suffer, and you aren't, it just makes no sense. Like it's like, yeah. If y'all get anything today, stop telling people that their life will be perfect once they come to Christ or once they repent mm-hmm. or whatever. It's not true. It's not. It's not true. true. Perfect. It's, it's not true. There's no life without suffering, unfortunately, um, until you, you know, your second life. Exactly. And hopefully you go to heaven and not exactly a place where you will suffer endlessly.
0: <laughs> for eternity. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, shoot. What was I going to say? Oh, okay. So the way that Job responded in the sense of like, I should have never been born. Oh,
1: I feel so sad for him.
0: I did too. I have, too. Felt I have felt and I that was bad. like, that's not cursing God. I'm like then what's cursing God? He, because he never... His life. He did. He did. He cursed his life. You're right. Um, but in my head, I'm like, well, God gave you life, but that's yeah. not cursing God. I guess I you're right. I think cursing God has to be super outright, like, you
1: know, like I hate you. You you like he would have had to like Mm. like say stuff like that God was not the creator or that God did not even provide those things he would have to say like uh, he would have to say something like that but I think with him it's like with this story I love Job this is really one of my favorite books in the Bible because I relate to Job I can relate to the friends
0: it's starting to become mine for sure I can
1: relate to Okay, okay, we we and you have talked about before where we feel like we don't know what's going on with our life or me personally, I feel like that I've messed up my life so much. Why am I even here? Why was I even born? I should just take me out, Lord. Like I'm I'm done. Like I why why would you even make me? Why didn't you just cut me
0: off? Like I have literally said some
1: of these things in my life. Yeah,
0: like he said this one. He said this one. I just read it. And I was like, why have I said this before? Mm -hmm. He said, why is life given to those with no future? Those God has surrounded with difficulties. Like, why'd you even have me here if I got to go through all of this? Like, what's the
1: point? Why Why I got to go through all this? Like, you brought me here just to make me go through this. Why? And I feel like his questions, like, people will also say in many churches that you cannot question God. I don't. Believe in that theory. I don't. But they also think I, you because, can't
0: question your parents either. So I think it's like,
1: a it, 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 I feel like it's a respectful way to do it. Like, I feel like when mm-hmm. I pray, it's not like you got to come to him incorrect, but you could be like, God, I just don't understand. Like, yeah. I don't. And I feel like he welcomes that because when I pray like that, when I'm real like that, when I'm like, oh, Lord, I don't understand, I really am just feeling like super angry about it. I'm feeling super anxious. I just feel like. I'm not like I'm being honest, I get the answers like that day, either in the word or in a song they randomly come on, or just whatever. Mm-hmm. So
0: there's a know. level of desperation that God moves on. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say that your desperation is what prompts God. We don't have the power to move God. Yeah. And he's um, not a
1: transactional God,
0: which is right. what exactly. was trying to imply. Yeah, Um, but our desperation is like the perfect breeding ground for God to work without any of, of, of our hesitation mm-hmm. because it's like we've come to the end of ourselves and we are desperate. If you don't do something, then it won't. If God don't do it, it won't get done. Like legit, but in tears and snot and Viola Davis Emmy (laughs) award-winning snot all over, you know, the floor because we need God to do something and we cannot do it in ourselves. And, um, and that's honestly like the most beautiful place to be most of the time, all of the time, because Mm -hmm. it's, it's without your pride. It's without any, uh, any bit of your control. Like Job is showing the perfect, in my opinion, at least the perfect um, example of godly desperation because out of all the, so like, and like, we'll get to the specifics of the friends, but like one of the friends said, you know, like how, like, what do you mean? You're going to ask God, like what, like, do you think he's going to answer you? Like he doesn't owe you anything. Um mm-hmm. and in a sense that's correct. God does not owe us yeah. anything. Anything. but Job responds and is like, "Well, who else is going to give me this answer?"
1: Yeah, and he's like, like, "I want it
0: before I died. Not, I want. Yeah, it now, it's like, I have. Died. I have a question that like only God. Can I know only God can answer because clearly y'all aren't answering this for me. So I yeah. need to ask him this question because he's the only one who can answer it. Why is that so bad? Like, I understand who God is and the power that he has in this life. So why why is it a bad thing for me to ask him? I'm not saying that He he's yeah. like, ex- that he that I'm entitled to his explanation. If he doesn't give me an uh, give me an answer or if he says that I don't need to have an answer, I'm okay with that. Like, Job was like, I just need to yeah. ask.
1: Yeah, he didn't want to debate God. He just wanted to know, hey, what did I do? If I did that, I don't know what I did. So if you just tell me what I did, I can be like, oh, okay, you know, let me right. fix it or whatever. He's like, I can't even pinpoint mm-hmm. what I did. And then I read also uh-huh. that mm-hmm. he felt like, he what he really wanted he didn't want his stuff back he felt like he was disconnected from god at this point he felt Mm -hmm. like he had lost his relationship with god that god was just like done with him like like basically like god broke up with him and he's just like like god ghosted him he's just like what's up like where'd you go i don't feel you like i'm just feeling all this pain and torture which in his mind i feel like is not how god operates
0: right like Like he had a legit cognitive dissonance
1: he knew, he knew how God operates. He's like, this ain't how God operates, but it gotta be from God because who else can't operate like this? That's why I would go back to how the devil was operating in a way that, that he knew people would think that the punishment was from God so that God would be blamed or that God, you know, it would be like, well, this only can come from God because, you know, they didn't, it, it sounds like they didn't have a concept of, the accuser or satan or of an evil one or whatever
0: it was almost like yeah. they viewed themselves at the as the evil one mm-hmm. like they were in in opposition to god not satan is in opposition to god um which is kind of interesting um because it it was never it was never that oh you're doing something wrong, and then Satan has a foothold in your life and is doing X amount of things. It was like you're doing mm-hmm. something wrong, so God is punishing you. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Wow. They didn't even mm-hmm. know. Like they didn't even acknowledge Satan. He was just doing all this. Yeah. All I got right
1: <laughs> say, I don't remember them ever mentioning Satan because you know, even now, sometimes people, when bad things happen, people automatically you know, they go the other way. They automatically. Mm-hmm accuse the devil, they give the devil a little bit too much credit.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: he's he's not that great. Right. He probably loves that you think that he is. He's really mm-hmm. excited about that. He's he's he can't do that much. Like if he's any equivalent, he's equivalent to like the archangel Michael. Michael. Yeah. And I still think Michael would whoop his butt.
0: For oh, sure. For sure. Like, I
1: imagine Michael is like this guy that's like 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 the Hulk, but these, you know, I, that's what I imagined in my head. Oh, yeah. It could be totally off, but I feel like he is, like, the man.
0: Yeah, like, me too. Me too. Yeah. Um, the I only flex it. Satan has is that his his body is music. So, like, every, like, step he takes is music. That's the only flex Satan has, honestly. And I don't no, even know no, if he still has that after, after getting, like, thrown no, out of heaven. I don't, I don't, don't even that. know. It's no, like that just seems cool. really noisy, honestly. Like, can you huh He is like, noisy. He, he just be talking
1: he just be talking mess all day. Right. Be talking all day. Planting thoughts in your head that ain't true.
0: Cause he ain't got no business of his own. He needs to sit down somewhere. I mean, someone said
1: that he had been roaming back and forth on the earth. God was like, Where'd you come from?
0: Satan was bored.
1: This is interesting too. And I don't know if it's still like that right now, but God I mean Satan has access to heaven it looks like when almost whenever he wants and he can go back down to earth like he could just you know I never thought about that before I always think about when people talk about that the devil was cast out of heaven which I still need to do more reading on exactly when he did that Mm -hmm. but it makes it seem oh you would just assume that he's just an outcast now and he can never be in the presence of God which it's not true
0: He was in the presence of God and talking to him. Yeah. And it seemed so normal. Acting like a bratty child, basically. Yeah. Like nobody was like, yo, what you doing? It
1: was like a, to me, it seemed like a a normal thing. Like he just pulled up, like with all the the angelic beings, because God is coming and all the angels, and he's an angel.
0: Exactly. Like he just rolled up, what up, G? How you doing? Let me, you know, I'm bored. Like, basically was bored basically was bored because really like sit down somewhere. God brought job
1: up to him. If you I feel like if you read it, God's like, oh have you considered Job? Like God, what you doing? Why, are you, right. why are you why why are you bringing what's going on? Why are you doing that?
0: Okay. So
1: he had a lesson to teach them, I guess. He was I read that he, he did. was teaching the angels a lesson. That's what it was about
0: yes but okay so like as i was reading this now this is not fully fleshed out um right this is just the theory or (laughs) this is just something this is just a connection that i made um it's almost like in the same way as like god said have you considered my servant job was almost as if it was like have you considered my servant Jesus. Now hear me out. Um Jesus on the cross became all of our sin. And him dying is, you know, our sin dying with him. Um the fact that he gave himself up to death it just like I don't know it. It just it just it gave me an aroma of Jesus in that in that regard of um, Jesus being a hundred percent human as well as being a hundred percent God. But that humanity aspect that um, he knew he had to go through this. Like that is one main difference between Jesus and Job is that like Jesus knew what he had to go through. For all of us, um, yeah, Job didn't know what he had to go through. Job and, ain't know what was going on, yeah. Job was just like, I was <laughs> sitting here minding my business, and now I have now, it. um, <laughs> I did what did I do, Jesus? What did I, yeah, do? please help me. Um, but yeah, it was like, it, it was just. Like now, now that Jesus took the punishment for us, that like we don't have to deal with that anymore. But yeah, it was just I don't know that same. Well, there
1: is a lot of Jesus in this book. I'm actually doing a devotional to support like our reading right now. It's Mm -hmm. called Jesus All Through Job or Job, something like that. And it's really good. It's a video devotional, and it's like Mm -hmm. I really, I really, I'm really enjoying it uh so far
0: like but Job would be asked for her. a mediator yes you know okay. that
1: jesus okay and the, the emotional state too yes. i was like yes we were right we were right
0: hold on i think it's in job 9 i think it's i think it's in 9 uh,
1: i can't remember exactly what it was but yeah he asked for a mediator i mean they talk about jesus a few times or like him just asking for a mediator basically to like to for to state his case for him Definitely uh-huh. Jesus. Because Jesus oh, is stating Jesus. our case for us all the yeah. time. Like he's like the you see me, God, the father, uh, then what they did is pay for through me. They're good. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. that that reminds me. So um, okay, the Levitical priesthood hasn't happened yet or hasn't, yeah, hasn't been realized yet. The the Levites, I think, are are. Growing, but I don't think the Levitical yeah, we, we, we haven't did. got to that part yet, mm-hmm. okay, so um, job was acting as a priest for his family, and that wasn't necessarily um like you had like the the high priest Melchizedek, right, so you had that that whole order didn't the like being a priest wasn't something that was just a thing, you know, yeah, yeah, um yeah. like there were priests. But it wasn't the same as like Levitical priesthood that we yeah, see. Yeah, I feel like they didn't talk forward.
1: about it as much like people who were a priest. Like, like you said, when they talk about Melchizedek, you're like, oh, like this is a, like a priest. Like, where did he come from? Right. Or I even thought it was, I mean, this is off topic, but mm-hmm. like prophets, you feel like prophets come later, but then God calls Abraham a prophet. I just caught that this time. I was like, wait, what? So it seems like they may have had those type of titles in that time, but it wasn't as, like you said, prevalent as when a whole order came right with the levite where it's like these people are going to be the priest and they're going to do these things and all these rules
0: right and the thing is with priesthood though is that um because we are sinners um (laughs) that like priests had to offer up um Sacrifices for themselves before they could offer up the sacrifice for others, and so the fact that he was offering up sacrifices ch- for his children meant that he had, he had already done it for them for himself. Um, and so when he's asking for a mediator, it's like, Wait, aren't you the mediator, the mediator? Mm-hmm. between God like, and clearly, your children?
1: He's like, Clearly, though, I cannot. This is more than them just partying, something's going on. And he's like, well, if I can't talk directly to God, he's like, I mean, clearly he was he was brilliant. He was like, well, if I can't talk to God because that's just too much. He's God. I mean, I'm a little human. He was like, Mm -hmm. what if there was some kind of mediator between us? When I read that, I was like, oh, he already was ahead of his time.
0: So I'm going to, I'm going to read it for those who aren't on this uh, year long journey with us. This is in Job nine. I'm reading from the new living translation, verse 32 through 35. And it says, well, this is Job speaking. He says, God is not a mortal like me. So I cannot argue with him or take him to trial. If only there were a mediator between us, someone who could bring us together. The mediator could make God stop beating me and I would no longer live in terror of his punishment. Then I could speak to him without fear, but I cannot do that in my own strength. And as I am reading this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am so grateful because Jesus is our mediator. yes, Yes. Because of Jesus that I no longer live in terror of, God, of God's punishment. So, mm-hmm. Um, As I was like And the strength part too Yeah because I cannot do it for myself Can we talk about works versus grace Because the way that it says um, Someone Who could bring us together So Mm -hmm. I talked about Mm -hmm. This on my page before but Grace in Hebrew Paints a picture of A three party System the first party being the Patron And that is the one who has the goods. Then there is the beneficiary or the person who is receiving the goods. Then there is, what is it called? There's a third party. And I I can't remember the name (laughs) of that third party, but It's the person who brings the patron and the beneficiary together and also pays for the goods that the patron has to give to the beneficiary. So Mm. that is grace. Jesus is the third party who not Mm. only brings God who has all the goods to us, the beneficiary who needs those goods, but has also paid for the goods to be given to us and that's what Job is asking for here which is really mm-hmm. funny and kind of crazy because the yeah. idea of Jesus hadn't been explicitly mentioned
1: exactly before. and it's like this is happening way before Jesus comes this is like and, I mean, and even way I before, before prophecy
0: at least a thousand years, years. I was I originally, mm, I originally thought it was before the prophecy of Jesus but in Genesis Um. Well, when God is telling, you know, Eve her curse or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. You know the your seed will, like Satan will bruise the heels. The your seed will trample on his head type deal, right? Yeah. So that's Jesus. We all know because it's one seed and not multiple Yeah, but
1: seeds. they didn't know. We know right. now because of people studying the Bible for a bajillion years and right. now we know. But back then, she was like what, what I read about Eve thinking about her seed, okay, I read that she thought that she was about to have it right then. She's like, oh, the Messiah is going to be my seed. So she thought that Cain was going to be the Messiah. I read that. That In her mind, because, you know, how would they know that, you know, she's thinking about all this stuff. She's just like, I just know that it's going to come through me. She doesn't know when. So she's just thinking, when I have a baby, this baby is going to save us from our sin. Because I. she knew that she fell into sin. She's like, oh, okay, my seed is going to, you know, Hmm. take us out of this. And the person that she thought was going to be the Messiah was actually the first murderer. So, yeah. (laughs) little side note but that wasn't a commentary that
0: yeah no that's really interesting um yeah I, so they didn't they didn't know they didn't and i and i you know wonder. i mean think about the jews all
1: that stuff went over their heads about the messiah they thought completely. they knew and they had no idea
0: completely yeah they they thought that the messiah was gonna come and kill all the romans um but he might still do that I guess we'll never know. Uh, But, okay, what was interesting is that it's not working. No, keep going. Oh, um, I guess, okay, something that like, I wonder, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. I wonder if his circumstances was what gave him a revelation of Jesus as the redeemer. Um, obviously, he did. If if that he got like through his um, circumstances, got the revelation of Jesus as a redeemer, because mm-hmm. that's where we get the song "For I know that my redeemer lives." Girl, I posted that today on my Instagram. A joke. I, was
1: like, I was like, y'all, if you grew up in the nineties.
0: You know this song, for I know my <laughs> right. That was my jam. That's right up there with like in the arms of an angel. Oh, it's right there. <laughs> <It's right here. laughs> yes, yeah, oh like
1: but yeah, I read that verse today, and I was like, "Man, I used to be singing this song, and I didn't even know
0: about Job." Man. I'm like, the fact that that came from Job, I thought that would have come from, like, the Gospels or something. mm Or no. Paul. Somebody. Anybody mm-hmm. that ain't going through this. And it seems so random. Like, he he didn't... He didn't know Jesus was coming.
1: No. But he was hoping for Jesus to come. He didn't know it was Jesus. But he was like, there has to be somebody that can save me from, like, he, like I think he was even like, Ew, okay, if I have sinned, uh, somebody help me out and tell me what I got to do to get right, because I ain't trying to go through this anymore. I mean, at this point, he was trying to do anything. He was in agony. I, My dude was suffering. Like, if you think that you have gone through it, and I mean, people have gone through it probably just as bad, but I mean...
0: If you think you're okay. going through it, read Job. Read it for real. Um, okay, so what? in Job's, it says Job's ninth speech, his response to Bill Dad. Oh, um, in Job twenty six. Oh yeah, no, Job. Job was like, "Are y'all gonna talk smack for like any much longer? Because I'm tired of this. <laughs> Go back home." <laughs> Like, y'all, y'all are trash as friends. Like, why do I even ask? They started you? off
1: as good friends, but they got pretty,
0: like... I wonder good. if they were just imposters. Because, like, you don't just come out of nowhere saying, actually, you did this, but I just didn't know how to tell you. So I sat in silence next to you. But I really mm-hmm. just wanted to tell you that, like, you you need to get right with Jesus. But, like, I let you suck it a little bit because you kind of stunk and you was sitting in trash heaps. So... Dang. I let you breathe for a second, but like, here's why I really came over here. Dang.
1: <laughs> you know, when I first read it the first time, because what the friends say sounds good. It I think does. I thought, when I read it, it's like, mm. Joe, for the first time, I thought that the friends, you know, were right. Like, exactly. So, because I was reading it, and at the end, I was like, oh. Right. I'm, like, I'm, I'm like highlighting with the friends saying right like, yeah that's a good verse yeah no the answer is no but yeah well what did you say is it 26 because i haven't even read 26 yet because that was from today right mm-hmm. yeah i didn't i didn't do my reading yet today because i was okay. trying to prepare for for one through 24 and i wasn't sure but i saw you had read so i should have read today too okay it, well inform me sister
0: I have okay, so I have to mention this. I was gonna be like, well, I'll just put it in next week, but no, I have to mention this today because we're talking about Jesus and Job. So mm-hmm. um so in verse uh, Okay, we're gonna start with verse seven, right? And after I read this. Yeah, Joe 26 verse 7. And after I read this, you'll already know where I'm going, um, because we've read Genesis, but, uh, it says, God stretches the northern sky over empty space and hangs the earth on nothing. He wraps the rain in his thick clouds and the clouds don't burst with the weight. He covers the face of the moon, shrouding it with his clouds. He created the horizon when he separated the waters. Ooh. He set the boundary between between day and night. the foundations Ooh. of heaven tremble they shudder at his rebuke. by his power the sea grew calm oh, Joe, by, his, by his skill he crushed the great sea monster. his spirit made the heavens beautiful and his power pierced the gliding serpent. These are just the beginning of all that he does, merely a whisper of his power. Who then can comprehend comprehend the thunder of his power? Like, listen, God had a per, I mean, Job had a personal relationship with God. Nobody could tell Job who God was and who God wasn't. Job was like, nah, that's my God. That's my friend. You're not gonna mm. talk. You're not gonna tell me that my friend is doing this stuff to me because I forgot to uh, apologize for not saying grace before I put a grape in my mouth. You're not gonna tell me, yeah, that my friend yeah. is doing this to me because mm. of any of the things that you mentioned, because, right? Because he kept I asking his friends, or because I didn't
1: do asking his friends. Like, what did I do then? They couldn't tell him anything. They're like, I don't know what you did, but you did something.
0: Right. I don't know what you did. You know your life. God knows your life. And it's clearly messed up. And Job is like, no, it's not. But like, you're never going to believe me. So it is what it is. But the Mm -hmm. fact that Job spoke in this way meant that he already knew Jesus. And I say that because not in like the Jesus that we know. Not Jesus Mm -hmm. who walked the earth. But the Redeemer. I mean, he says, you know, my Redeemer lives. I know that my Redeemer lives. But it's the it's the fact that you know, in in, fir- in uh the first chapter of John, that says that in all things, like in in uh, everything that was made, was made through Christ, and without Christ, nothing was made. Mm-hmm. And so, when we see this, it's like, yes, God. In the trinity We're not going to talk about that But like God <laughs> Made <laughs> Made the world right yeah. And so and Jesus was There and without yeah. Jesus The world could not have been made So um All of the things that he's saying In creation that has happened he wasn't there At least He, yeah, wasn't, say, there. he wasn't there
1: I mean I don't know. The stories could be passed down. They they say that this takes place during the patriarchal period, which is mm-hmm. like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Mm-hmm. Maybe the stories have been passed down, or maybe, you know, back then God was talking directly to people. So maybe right. he told people how it happened. Some, he had to tell somebody how it happened because it was written down. Right. So clearly it's like part of culture part of the history that people know um that this is how god operates this is how god created the earth job i mean he's speaking about it so eloquently because of course like you said job knows god job has a relationship with god whereas if you look at his friends his friends don't seem to really have a relationship with god but they acknowledge god they believe in god but they have a um a wrong way of thinking about God, basically. And it's not I don't I don't I don't want to say it's their fault though. Like they just didn't have they just didn't know. They were just having ignorance of the situation. They just didn't know. Yeah. They thought they were helping, I think. Like they, like yeah, some people, they did. You know, like I've been that friend or I've had friends. I have a friend now who's like super uh legalistic about everything. And she will say stuff like, "If you don't do this, your life will not be blessed. If you don't, you know, she's just like very. Um, if if you do this, God will do this, and it's like mm-hmm. that is not.
0: Yeah, God's not gonna a gumball.
1: Like, you know, but in her mind, though, she's trying to help. And yeah. I've been that person where I was saying, "Hey, if you do this, this will happen." I thought I was trying to help. His friends were really trying to help him. I think at the end, everybody started getting to it because Job is getting to it with them because he's like, look, I'm suffering and I can't even really have the strength to talk to y'all right now. And yeah. they're being upset because they're like, bro, we trying to tell you, we trying to help you and you ain't listening. That's their perspective. Right. So, and I, yeah.
0: thought, I thought it was interesting too that um, even after... Job said, you know, but as for me, I know that my redeemer lives and he will stand upon the earth at last. Um, mm-hmm. He was like, Jesus is coming, y'all, basically. And yeah. um, But he said, and after my body has decayed, yet in my body, um, I will see God. Or in other words, absent from my body, I will see God. This, mm-hmm. um, this assurance that he had that that he belongs in the presence of God. That it wasn't, it didn't seem like robbery for him to say that um, that he will see God with his own eyes. Um, and I also don't think that that assurance or that confidence that he had came from his works because he knew that he wasn't being punished because he sinned. So I almost feel like you can't have one without the other in a sense of like, you won't be blessed. Like he doesn't believe he will be blessed because he does things. He believes that he is yeah. blessed because of who God is. Um, But his response to the Lord gives and the Lord takes away is the, is like Like, you can kind of, you can say that 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 proves that he didn't believe that his work was getting him anywhere. Yeah. Either way.
1: That being his first reaction is definitely, you could tell that he he really does understand how God works. It's just when the suffering started happening, he was like, wait, I ain't never, I don't understand this part mm -hmm. about it. But yeah
0: and i do want to point this out and this is probably the like i'd say this was my pinnacle of knowledge of what we've read so far is like you said at the beginning this is a book of wisdom and um i'm pretty sure it said it in the beginning but that the beginning of wisdom or that the fear of the lord is the beginning of all wisdom or the beginning of true wisdom you hear that in proverbs um mm-hmm. And I think in the, in the new Testament as well, but um, Job feared the Lord. And it says that in like, I think chapter 16, Um, and his friends was, and his friend asked him like, Oh, do you think God is doing this to you because you fear him? Like, no, he's doing this because you, because you're jacked up. Um, but Job was like, yes, I fear the Lord, but like, that's not why he's doing this to me. And the other reason is not why he's doing this to me either, but Job feared God and the reverence that Job had for God and who God is and what God's power is, I think afforded him this level of wisdom and revelation, because you can't fully like, you can't understand the character of God without first fearing god Mm -hmm. um because his character is so powerful that like if you don't if you don't respect it you're not going to understand it
1: yes and when she's saying fear she means a respect a reverence not a like i'm scared under the table right fear that you're just obeying out of i'm afraid of what you'll do to me i obey out of this utmost respect and love I have for you because you are God and you are the creator and you and I, and it's just that acknowledgement of like, compared to you, I am honestly nothing. Right. Any value I have is because you created me.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, when it comes to us wanting to know more about God, we have to take it from Job in the sense of like his view of God is what is what afforded him that knowledge and revelation and wisdom and the, the revelation of the the person of Jesus Christ before ever seeing or ever hearing of the Messiah or the Redeemer or the mediator. This wasn't. Mm-hmm this wasn't in like that terminology wasn't in genesis i don't remember reading that terminology at all in genesis it's not like no, even in that. yeah like even with abraham isaac and jacob the way that they viewed god um was was relevant and and was correct i'm not going to say that what they were what they knew of god was incorrect or or lacking anything it was perfect for their time and yeah. They they knew God at the level that God wanted them to know God, and that's yeah. Why I, I say
1: God reveals Himself the way He wanted to, and He yeah. Plan. so what He had for them is what He had for them, but the, it was just all stepping stones mm-hmm. to His great plan. His plan is still going. Yeah, like <laughs> it's not sure. over. You know, just the first He He completed the the first part, first mm-hmm. coming. She's still got a second coming. There's, there's steps that that yeah. you know that are happen that have to happen. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah,
0: and so like, like, Job was able to take that next step in revelation of God
1: mm-hmm.
0: because of his reverence for God. Yeah,
1: I agree. Mm-hmm. I totally
0: agree. What else is there? What else? Does oh, there okay. Uh, Cause we kind of skipped over this, so I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. Okay. Um, we talked we we talked about why God um, allowed Satan to do this to Job, and it had nothing to do with Job's sin. Um, yeah. Which uh, which kind of begs the inference of there's more reason to persecution than your sin. Sin is not always the reason why you suffer, no. um, because th- here Job d- is not suffering for sin. So we can't say that like all the stuff that we go to go through. If you're if you're dealing with something right now, like whoever is listening to this, if you're dealing with something right now and you cannot understand why, I mean. Take it from Job and and ask God. If he tells you you're dealing with this because I've been I have been wanting you to relinquish that sin to me. And because you haven't, these are the consequences of it. Because mm-hmm. this is the this is the choice that you have made. Um God chastens who he loves, but chastening is not punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is a weird concept for um I'd say the Black community. Um, chastening paints the picture of, um, almost paints the picture of Psalms 91 to me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I looked that up because it's the same word as you as you read, spare the rod, spoil the child in, in Proverbs. And that rod, um, I had to look it up because it had been used so many times. I was like, I gotta find this out. Right. What is the rod? What is the rod? And it's the same rod that you see with a shepherd and his sheep. The shepherd doesn't beat his sheep with that rod, he directs mm-hmm. his sheep with that rod. Mm. It's not a painful beating mm-hmm. to get them in line, it's a direction. I have to make sure that I'm getting in the camera. But like, there's <laughs> the sheep and he's directing it. And yeah, yeah. there's some pressure. Don't get me wrong, there's pressure to move you in the right direction. Um, but at the end, it's for the sheep's good, and it's to keep them out of trouble. So that's what chastening looks like. That's the picture of the rod that God has on for his children, right? not on his children, but for his children and so when it comes to sin and punishment, you have sin and consequences, and we use these interchangeably in the English language and it and it butchers the mm. view of God in the sen- in in this sense and so it's so like I feel like that's my mission almost to like remind people that the English language sucks and um and the <laughs> words that we use that are in the Bible translated into English don't always mean the English meaning yes um, get you a concordance y'all yes get yes, get, get you a concordance. Googles biblehub.com yeah. um, look up the Greek and Hebrew. Greek is for New Testament. Hebrew is for Old Testament. Look up the Greek and Hebrew of some of the words that you don't understand or even mm-hmm. some of, excuse me or even some of the words you do.
1: Yeah just to have a deeper understanding. Just to have
0: a deeper understanding. So you because think that God
1: was chastening Job here or he was just or was he chastening his angelic beings or his or um
0: i don't think there's chastening involved at all i was just saying there's multiple reasons why you suffer. oh
1: okay i got you yeah
0: so it's like suffering the like you sinning doesn't equal punishment yes i got you with god now because of jesus Our punishment has already been taken. He's Mm -hmm. already given punishment because he's a just God. And Mm -hmm. so um, I don't know how far you've gotten into holier than thou, but. um, I have
1: not even started. Me
0: either. but (laughs) I have listened to a podcast that Jackie Hill Perry was on and she was talking about holier than thou. And she was saying that um, God's, God's reaction to sin makes no sense without Jesus because if God is just, then how can you explain that for some people's sin like Davidson, he just blotted it out and basically let him start from zero um after he's already slept with another man's wife and then killed the man had the had a child with the you know with the woman or whatever the right
1: died. it was a little bit of something in there
0: right um and so um so how can you how can you explain that and then explain of the entire um, burning of Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Yeah. Um. Without without Jesus, and um, and she says it way more eloquently than me. She but like, yeah, I'm. Goodness. Who can speak like her? Oh my goodness! Like my goal like is, is to speak like Jackie Hill Perry. Yes, um Well, the way God wants me to speak, but like. Yeah, like Naturally. with that much knowledge. <laughs> yeah, with that much knowledge and conviction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like she was saying, that Jesus is is the way that God's justice can manifest because He gave the punishment for sin. Upon Jesus, and when Jesus died, it was for past sins and present sins and future sins. And so, when we see David's sins being blotted out, saying that his sins have been forgiven and wiped away, it was Jesus. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let that sink in just a little yeah. bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I Woo. I don't have a rebuttal. I agree. <laughs> yeah.
0: Jackfield that's is
1: great. I, girl, I do. I binge her all day. I I do deep dives on her. So now YouTube just like puts, mm-hmm. I, the algorithm is like, oh, you want to see this? We know. You wanna and see I YouTube. do. I even follow her husband. Preston is mm-hmm. amazing, too. I'm like, oh, like,
0: him and apologetics, I, like watching him on the street is
1: amazing. I know. Him, too. I wish I could be like that, like just walk up to people and be like, so tell me. Like, why do you believe without being like crazy? Like, i mean, right
0: without being, do you want to hear about our Lord Jesus Christ? Yeah,
1: or like, he he doesn't so with such grace, you yeah. know, like he doesn't get mad and then he keeps people calm. It's, I don't know, I don't want to go off a tangent on the on the Perrys, but they're a wonderful right. family and I love their kids and I can't yes. wait to see their
0: little boy. I know. So, um, so yeah, check out 30 minutes with the Perrys. Um, it's a podcast that's -hmm. where I heard it because they were talking about holier than thou Jackie Hill Perry's new book about God's holiness yes Um, not even our plug but still yeah not even our plug but still they're great Um, support them so so I was saying all that to say like everything that you're going through isn't always the result of your sin Mm -hmm. um And the only person that can tell you the difference is God. And that's what Job was asking for. He didn't know what was going on. If it was sin, it was sin. Just tell me. Like, literally, just tell me why you're doing this. And if if God does not give you an answer, God is still good. Yeah. And he
1: might not give you the answer right then, but he'll give you the answer when he wants to. Mm -hmm. Because I will say this. I'm a very big advocate of prayer. I feel like all Christians should be, but I know a lot of Christians who do not pray. So there's that. But when I pray, right? I pray about some of the same stuff all the time. Even though I'm like, God, I know you heard me, but I'm gonna pray about it again, right? Because I feel like there's biblical examples of that. Mm -hmm. I will see my prayers get answered Sometimes years down the road, months down the road, prayers I pray for other people, prayers I pray for myself, I can see prayers unfolding and I'll be like, I will be in amazement because I'm like, God, you really be working, like, just behind the scenes, like, mm-hmm. he'll give you your answer and then what's, what's crazy is you'll know. That is the answer. It it, it blows my mind how I could be in the middle of whatever I'm doing and I can hear clearly his voice or I can see clearly the actions. And I'm like, wow, God, you just your timing is impeccable. And I'm like, I prayed for that three years ago. And, you know, an unbeliever would say, oh, it's just all chance. But no, when you know, when stuff starts clicking into place. Come on, y'all. Don't play with me. Is It's God. So, you know, keep praying. Your prayers are going to get answered. And like she said, if, if you feel like they're not getting answered, God is still good. But guess what? I'm going to challenge you to, to know that God is going to answer your prayer. It's probably not going to be in the way that you thought it was going to get answered. It might not be in the way that you thought it should have happened. But when it does happen, you'll know. Oh, this was how it was supposed to happen. My idea was actually dumb of how I thought mm-hmm. it should happen, because you're not smarter than God. Unfortunately, I mean, I don't know if it's unfortunately,
0: but it's like it's fortunately. It's, it's, it's fortunately it's you're not you're not
1: that smart. You're smart because he gave you smarts, but like your idea of how you were going to handle it, it wasn't going to work as well. Right? It's not going to happen.
0: It's smart. Um, we kind of talked about the friends and their responses kind of intermittently, but did' you want to add anything else about the friends?
1: um not necessarily I just feel like what I said before that the friends they, I think their hearts were in the right place. I mm-hmm. never thought about the fact like you said that um the friends could have been the third wave of attacks never thought about that but i I fully think that you could be right um but I do think in their minds that they 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 really were looking out for their friend. They just didn't want to see I don't think they wanted to see their friend suffer anymore. It's not like cuz they could have just went home and been like, "Well, he's suffering. You know, call me when you're when you're back, you know, right. you know, when you're done with this." But um I think they weren't too bad. Like they they weren't terrible people. They just were misinformed and they were ignorant of things that we know as the reader, they didn't mm-hmm. know. Right. Um yeah.
0: Um, As we were talking about suffering, it reminded me of good old James. James 1. Okay. I'm going to read it because after I read it again, I was like, ooh. Read it for us, girl. Okay. In James. In James 1, verse 2, it says, Dear brothers and sisters, so these are believers, these are people who You know are of the fold dear brothers and sisters when troubles of any kind come your way consider it an opportunity for great joy for you know that when your faith is tested your endurance has a chance to grow so let it grow for when your endurance is fully developed you will be perfect and complete needing nothing if you need wisdom ask our generous God and he will give it to you he will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Uh -uh. Believers who are poor have something to boast about, for God has honored them. And those who are rich should boast that God has humbled them. They will fade away like the like a little flower in the field. The hot sun rises and the grass withers, the little flower droops and falls, and the beauty fades away. In the same way, the rich will fade away with all their achievements. And this is the last verse in verse twelve. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation afterward they will receive the crown of life that god has promised to those who love him Mm -hmm. oh sorry verse 13 and do not say oh and remember when you are being tempted do not say god is tempting me god is never tempted to do wrong and he never tempts anyone else
1: yes that's what i was about to add on to there i was like okay now people now we you know god does not I don't want to. I don't want people to feel like, well, God is sending me suffering so that I will endure. But what He wants you to do is, when suffering does come, because it is going to come, because the world is broken, that He wants you to endure and have faith. Got it? Got it? Because even in Job's story, did God send the attacks? No, He just kind of didn't stop them because we need to endure right
0: you know? and so. we'll see all the stuff that you know like the we'll see how this story ends we're not done we're not done with Job this is not how Job like ends with his, yes, it's it's gonna be, end with his suffering I cannot
1: wait to. so next week are we ending Job Are we? or is Job mm-hmm. three weeks I think we have, we have three, three weeks of Job, weeks of Job. okay mm-hmm. good yeah y'all yeah, are gonna, gonna love it. the ending you're gonna love the ending it's gonna be yes. like whoa was didn't see it coming. Oh
0: yeah, it's great. <laughs> but yeah. But, yeah. Okay. So, so, I guess we can transition into our final our last and final segment. Yes. Intercessory prayer. And I just want to be clear, this is a joke. Yes, y'all. Um, intercessory prayer. We're not actually interceding for these people because we know they are dead. <laughs> Um, but they, they are not dead in Christ. Anyway, that's the point. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we're just
1: having a little jokey joke. It's about people who we just, you know, if we were in that time with them, we would have prayed for them. It's people who we just felt like their actions weren't up to snuff a little bit. They were like, I wouldn't call them the villains of the story. Sometimes they may be the villains of the story, but. Sometimes they're just people who it's like, really? You said that or you did that? And if there were people in your life, you would maybe intercede for their actions. But mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's a joke, people. It's it's not a real thing. But, yeah. We're if, not actually, uh,
0: like, after this going on our knees and praying for people. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not. So, who we have this week, our, our list for this week is pretty short. because yeah. is Not a, not a really a, a, a book like other books. Uh, the only person I had was his wife, in which we touched on earlier, that his wife was like, I just imagine her walking out there and being like, bruh, you still out here? You in the dirt? Just go ahead and just die. Tell God you hate him and just die because I don't want to see you anymore. Because
0: like, you're sitting on ashes.
1: You you just out here scraping your boils and I don't want to see it. like." you look real
0: unfortunate right now Job and I just just want you to know you should just curse God and die
1: yeah she's the only reason she's in it cause it's like ma'am first of all your role as the wife is supposed to be the helper you're supposed to be helping your man make better decisions
0: I said he ain't helping me I ain't helping him
1: she was mad I mean like I said earlier she probably was depressed Mm -hmm. she probably I mean when a mom I mean when dads lose their children too, but I feel like as a mom
0: Like she carry, bore these you, children. You
1: carried these children. They were like your kids are everything. So if you lose all your kids, it's one thing to lose one child. People say you never get over that. Like that's but like she, a she, she lost, lost all of, all that all at of them at once. Yeah. How many kids? It was a good amount of kids. I don't I don't know if they specify how many you It had. was
0: three. It was I think it was four boys and three girls.
1: Yeah, that's like seven kids. All it was, they're just oh. gone. Like, and you don't. and it's sudden. So they say the grief of losing your child violently is actually even worse. Like that's like a grief that you can't get over. Like losing Did your you, child that's, that's sick and you kind of, you know, but when it's just like a violent death or-
0: It's, sudden, it's very traumatic. Because yeah, so I don't, I don't just no like, way to reconcile it. She,
1: yeah, I don't think that she's just a terrible person because I know she was going through it, and then now she's also going through it, seeing her husband. She's and then she could be thinking, I wish they had he had taken you instead of my kids. I mean, it's a human thought. To be it like, is, it is a God. Why did you leave my husband and not my kids? Like this is why, why? But yeah, the only reason she's in there is because she told him to curse God. It's like, ma'am, that was not. um that was not wife that was not wifely to tell your husband to curse God. That is bad. Don't do that. And he looking at her like, Are you crazy? Like, girl, he could've she should he should have told her, get behind me, Satan. That's what he right. should have told
0: her. Right. Honestly. Um yeah. I think for intercessory prayer, I'd say the servants. Cause oh. okay. So like as they were coming in um all the all the stories that they were telling it's like bro did you not do anything they said
1: i escaped alone to come tell you
0: (laughs) right like how are you here but my kids aren't here because they they, somebody allowed you escape but my kids didn't look why are you standing in front of me like that's that would be my response like why Well what did you want? How did you do? escape? So clearly there was an escape route and you took it, but you ain't tell nobody. Look. Or you like told Satan's the one that's about to come after you and tell me? Cause all three yeah. y'all done escaped. Mr. escape Artist in my face telling me that all my stuff is gone and my family is dead. <laughs> well, maybe Satan allowed them to escape to come tell Joe. Right. My intercessory the, prayer. The, the they didn't the have to say that. Stupid. They didn't have to say, I I made it out with my life. Like, they didn't have yeah. to say that. Yeah. But, you know, this they story is very no dramatic. Help. The story
1: is so dramatic. I want to see it's this true. in, like, a play form. Like, can somebody put a play of Job on?
0: So, okay. Like, I want to see our, it. one, the first, um, I think it was the first one, the first response that Job had, like, his long first speech is so beautiful that I'm like, can somebody, like, I need a male actor to do it.
1: Yeah, it's like I'll produce the video. Better.
0: But, like, it's, yeah. It, it wouldn't do it just if, justice if it was me. Like, I would do it. I would do a very dramatic reading of Job. But, like, it wouldn't do it justice because, you know, I sound like me and I don't sound like a dude. So, but anywho. Um, but, yeah. That is our episode that is the
1: episode that is it um, I hope you guys enjoyed it like I said do all the things, like it, comment give us feedback um, leave a review Every, all the things we love yeah. you guys we're glad that you are showing up I feel like our audience is growing a little bit yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a crazy person so I'm constantly checking the analytics <laughs> and I just love it and I just love what God is doing so even if nobody was showing up I would still be showing up because it's it's like my favorite part of the week I love that I get to talk to somebody about God and they're just as excited about me and they're just as a geek as me and we're both nerdy and it's just all I love it but yeah Uh, we love you guys we'll see you next week bye